Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about canceling student debt. If you didn't already know this about me, I competed heavily in speech and debate in high school. Um, And part of the reason for that is because I really love discussing politics and policy measures. And canceling student debt has been a really important conversation that has been going on in the political space because that was one of Biden's main promises when he first took the presidency and when he was campaigning. And we are yet to see significant progress on that. There's a few things that he's done that I'm going to get into a little bit later in the episode. But I kind of wanted to unpack the conversation around canceling student debt because I did do an episode that was on student loans. Um, And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to that episode first and then come back. I think it'll give really good background information on why this is so important. Um, Or just watch the student loan episode of the Patriot Act by Hassan Minaj. I think that he is an amazing storyteller and he's really engaging when he talks about politics. And I really aspire to kind of translate some of that into this podcast. But go listen to either of those things if you haven't already so you can get some good background on why the issue of student loan debt is so important. If you don't live in America or you just wanted a quick rundown of how things work here, education, higher education is really expensive. So people often take out loans and then they get charged extremely high levels of interest because they will go through private loan companies or they will their loans will get sold to other companies that handle student loans and then they end up still paying them off well into their 30s, 40s, sometimes even later. Um, And I think a really important story that I have about this, and I think I told this story in the previous episode that I did on this topic, is about my mentor in high school. Um, He was a really, really great teacher, um, super passionate about his job. He he was a religion teacher. I did go to a Catholic high school. So his main job was a religion teacher, and he also happened to be my mentor, which is a little bit like what you would think of homeroom as. And um, he told us one day that he had just finished paying off his undergraduate loans. I don't know his exact age, but he was above the age of 30. He had a little son um, who had just been born like the previous year. And that really struck out to me because um, someone having a child already, um, you know, they've been working for the past 10 or what, or how many ever years um, and just having finished off paying their undergraduate loans, I think that's when I really realized that the problem is it it's really expansive because I thought that student loans were really something that became an issue more recently as the cost of higher education increased a lot and as a lot of people started going through these private loan companies. But actually, the issue seems to have existed for a really long time. And so that's kind of what I wanted to get into in today's episode. So All of the background information is done. Let's hop into the actual part of the episode. So Biden promised canceling student loans a lot during his campaign. It was one of the main reasons I think a lot of people my age or a little bit older than me, millennials, um, wanted to vote for him because it's all of us who are going to see the benefits of this. Obviously, baby boomers, I think it's one of the things that turned them against him because they had already finished off paying their student loans or they didn't seem they didn't feel like it was fair for other people's loans to be canceled and they had to finish paying theirs. Um, But what would canceling student loans look like? So because this is a government measure, they can only cancel federal loans. And most people hold both private and federal loans. So federal loans are the ones that you would get through FAFSA that are held by the U.S. Department of Education. So loan forgiveness, um, it doesn't 
it has two meanings. So it either means the loan amount gets reduced or canceled entirely. So the $15 billion in student loan forgiveness that the Biden administration issued last year only amounts to less than 1% of the $1.6 trillion federal student loan debt that we have as a country overall. And so that $15 billion doesn't mean that a certain number of people had all of their loans forgiven necessarily, it might mean that a larger group of people just had part of their loan amount reduced. And so loan forgiveness, I think, sounds like um, that's one of the things I think creates a really big misconception around it because I think a lot of people assume it just means everyone's loans are going to get canceled. And that's not necessarily the case. One of the other measures that was taken is that they paused payments during the pandemic to cut people some slack, obviously, because a lot of people were losing their jobs, struggling financially in general. And again, this only happened for federal loans, um, not the private loans that people also held. So, so far, the Biden administration has created a few targeted policies. So, in his budget, Biden included some student loan relief. So he specifically said he wants to work with Congress to improve income-driven payment. And income-driven repayment plans bases your monthly federal student loan payment on your discretionary income, family size, all of that, which can save you money compared to the standard repayment plan that was just based on a standard amount you had to pay each month, not factoring in if you have any dependents, if your income has gone down, if your income has increased and you have the capacity to pay more, all of that. Um, so that is one thing that Biden said he really wants to work on. The second thing is he loans were forgiven, but only for a small specific group of people. And part of that was public servant focus. So if you work for the government in, the, in some capacity, that was given priority over other groups. And while that is understandable, um, that's also not necessarily fair because I think that there's a lot of people that are doing important work. Um, maybe they're pre-med, maybe they're lawyers, maybe they just have a job in general. I think that that's more than enough to qualify for the student loan forgiveness. And I know that might sound really idealistic if you are listening to this and um, you don't necessarily agree with that, but I think that higher education should not be a privilege. I think that we now live in a society where you need to have a bachelor's and in some careers, even you need to have a master's to even be competitive in this space, to even be offered promotions, to even get a job when you get right out of college. Um, there are certain prerequisites now. And so I think that the fact that the higher education is still a privilege and it's not um, not a right necessarily, but it's not something that is made affordable to everyone in some capacity, um, I think that that's an issue. But why hasn't Biden canceled student loans yet to the amount that he said he would? So the first thing that happened is he when he got into office, he asked to have um, an investigation done to determine whether or not he has the power to cancel student loans, because obviously that is a really big um, use of executive power. And so he had that investigation done, but the findings were never released. I'm not an official source, obviously, on discussing politics and hypothesizing about why certain things are done or not done. But my theory is that the government profits off of these federal student loans, obviously, and he needs the money and the revenue that he's going to get from these student loans for other policy goals that he has. And 
that's obviously backed up by a lot of research. So, um, by the way, all of the sources that I've used for any numbers that I've cited come from Fortune, CNN, and Forbes. I have three main articles that I was researching for this episode. And if you want access to those articles, obviously DM me on the Instagram account, reach out in any capacity, and I'd be happy to send those to you. But if federal student loans were to be canceled on a large scale, it would cost the government the amount of money that the student loans are at right now, plus all of the interest that would come on future payments from these people either extending their loan payments or just the interest in general that it will cost people to complete their payments in full. So currently, as I said before, the federal student loan debt stands at $1.6 trillion, Canceling up to $50,000 of debt per borrower would cost around $950 billion. If you canceled around $10,000 per borrower, it would cost around $245 billion. And this is all according to the Committee for a Responsible Budget. In 2021, the federal government's entire budget was $6.82 trillion. So we, if we were to cancel all of student loan debt right now or even part of it, we are canceling basically around one sixth of what the current government budget is long term. And obviously, that's a lot of money. And if we want to have other policy measures like more welfare, for example, in the form of um, free community college, if that's even possible, or just healthcare, things like Medicare, Medicaid, um, Social Security, which doesn't come from this, but if we want to in the future, maybe come up with a different system for that. Um, because if you didn't know, we have an aging population. So social security payments at some point, people will not be receiving them anymore. But um, I digress from all of that. But the point is, if Biden wants to institute other welfare measures or other policy measures, the money has to be coming from somewhere. And that's really important because we're canceling a lot of money and federal government revenue if we cancel student loan debt. So obviously he doesn't need to push student loan debt cancellation for winning the election anymore. He doesn't know if he's going to run again for re-election. He's already done a little bit of progress, the $15 billion. That is a large sum of money, but when you think about it in how much student loan debt we have overall as a country, that's probably not enough. Um, But he doesn't need this as something that he's pushing anymore to further his goal of winning re-election or winning election at all. And so I think that he's kind of put this on the back burner. It's going to cost the government a lot of money, which means that a lot of people will probably be angry at him. It could risk people not supporting members of office, not supporting other policies he has if he really pushes this one. So I think that's really why he hasn't moved forward with this plan. Um, But I hope this episode was helpful in giving you all some more knowledge about canceling student loan debt, what that means and what that would really look like. And I will see you all back next week for another Fit Friday.